Hello. Hello, Andre. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? I am also doing amazing. <laughs> you, this is an improvement for both of us from last week, because I don't think either was doing amazing. Right. That's fair. <laughs> so why are you doing amazing, <laughs> Um, well, it looks like it's going to be sunny all week, and mm. as you know, um, all I care about is the weather, mm -hmm. because I'm kind of like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I have sad, I probably have sad seasonal affected disorder, but like, it rained like all day, mm -hmm. like on, I think, Saturday, and I was like, I'm not getting out of bed. Like, this is not yeah. happening. But now it's I sunny. don't have that, but I can totally see how that becomes a thing. Because I feel gloomy during, like, rainy or snowy or very cold days. I'm a person of the sun. Yes, exactly. It just, it mm -hmm. makes such a difference in my mood. And I, I feel like I'm a cat. Like, I don't want to get wet in any situation. So if it's mm -hmm. raining, I'm just not going outside. Also, you and I, I think, growing up in Reading, like our summers and our springs, sometimes even our falls, we're used to them being like scolding hot. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we're probably like used to that. Our bodies are like, we need the heat, we need the sunshine. Yeah, I'm like a lizard. I want to burn alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, hi everyone, welcome to Scary Talk number fourteen. Boop, boop, boop. Sound effect, fourteen episodes. Um, it's a lot. I know. I know. That's almost. 15 episodes <laughs> um we have a good one for you today i am excited to talk about this i think that um i think that you are gonna like it so i'm gonna go first but before that uh, remember that you can subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, and you can catch us on any podcast listening platform we are everywhere we are on um, google play spotify iHeartRadio, stitcher etc um, Most importantly, we are in your hearts. We are in your hearts and in your thoughts, we hope. <laughs> um, do you have anything else before we start? I do not. I'm excited. I want to I want you to convince me. Okay. So <laughs> So today we're talking about crop circles. <laughs> dun dun dun. Yeah, I know. I just Crop circles to a lot of people sounds like a really stupid, silly topic um, because people just naturally assume that they're hoaxes because I think that's what's in like the zeitgeist. Um, and like you can't really blame people because it's just drawings on corn, uh -huh. but it gets more complex than that. And I guess that's what I'm going to delve into today. So crop circles. Today I'm going to be talking specifically about um, the crop circles of uh, Chibolton. Uh, this is in the UK, but first let me give an overview. So, Shannon, what's a crop circle? What is a crop circle? I I think from my research, it's a it's when a, like a symbol or a piece of art, I guess you can say art, appears overnight in a field with seemingly like I don't know, just amazing technical ease. It's like what is that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, so it's a pattern, uh, and it's created by flattening a crop. That's the that's the biggie. That if you cut the crop to form the pattern, then it's not a crop circle, and it's even easier to hoax because like cutting is way easier than flattening a crop without it breaking. That's kind right. of like an art, which is why people say like people who do believe in them say like, oh, this is impossible for a human to do because you're talking about flattening like hundreds of thousands of individual um, like sticks of cereal basically and none of them break um so it's a pattern that's creating that's created by flattening a crop 
and it's usually a cereal. Also, from what I saw, it's usually, not usually, but like more often than not, somewhere in the UK. Crop circles are very, very popular in the UK. More than yeah. anywhere else. What's happening with that? Why do they I like the UK? I don't know. That's something that I wanted to bring up. So I, I guess we can go back to that later. But I know that the one you're bringing up also happened in the UK. Yeah. Do you think yeah. the aliens heard about Brexit? <laughs> Do you think that's going to affect where they do their crop circles? I, I think so. I think so. Um, so th that's basically what a crop circle is. Now, what creates it, what causes it, what makes that circle, that's what's up for debate. And that's what's up in the air. Um, at least for us, it is because we are of an open-minded nature. And yeah. here I am trying to convince you of this. So hear me out. In 1678, so we're going way back. There was a news pamphlet uh, in the UK called The Mowing Devil or Strange News Out of Hertfordshire. And it claimed that some crop circle devotees, um, sorry, it, it is claimed by crop circle devotees to be the first um, depiction of a crop circle, basically, in popular media. Like the, like the pamphlet had this illustration of a crop circle that was found in a field near Hertfordshire and basically mm -hmm. like that's it so this is interesting to me because there was stuff happening with crop circles even before the 20th century I thought that was interesting it's not it's not a, as recent a phenomena as we thought so let's jump to the 20th century in the 1960s specifically 1966 there was the most one of the most famous cases like early cases of crop circles this happened in Australia and um, in the town of Tully and uh, the, the case is called a saucer nest. Basically, what it was was this farmer said that he witnessed a saucer-shaped craft rise like 40 feet from a swamp and then fly huh. away. Um, then an investigation took place and like they found a almost like circular area that was 32 feet long by 25 feet wide where the grass was made flat i guess in like a clockwise mm -hmm. manner in like a curve and the reeds had been uprooted from the mud so Ooh. yeah <laughs> that's creepy i don't know like yeah. I, I don't know so that was that was that was 20th century um something something that i found really interesting was that at this um time um, skeptic around that time, they noted a correlation between crop circles, recent media coverage, and the absence of fencing and slash or anti-trespassing legislation. This is something that the article that I was reading pointed out, which I thought was interesting. So the skeptics at the time, um, this is even before 2000, were already saying like, oh, does no one else see this correlation between the crop circles taking place in places where either like they're, they're close to medium-sized towns like there's easy access to these fields from roads uh and or like the reason people could make these crop circles there is because there's no fencing around these fields which is fair it's fair um anyway so let's jump to 21st century which is when most of these have taken place something something that was also pointed out in recent times which kind of goes back to that correlation that I was just speaking about was another correlation and that was that um, a lot of these crop circles usually pop up around cultural heritage monuments like Stonehenge huh. um, or, or Avebury in the UK and again most of this is in the UK um, and obviously that raises eyebrows so um, there's this researcher his name is Jeremy Northcote and he's from the UK and he pointed out this correlation 
Um, he also found that they were always um, in areas that appear to be really easy to access by people. And to him, they suggested that these crop circles um, were likely just caused by humans to, I don't know, pull a prank or advertising some reason. Now, the, the reason I have a problem with this is because pranks, okay, maybe, but um, advertising, what exactly are you advertising? Also, a lot of these that could be considered fake, uh, a lot of these crop circles, a lot of people, uh, sorry, a lot of these crop circles, no one comes forth to claim them after years have passed. And to me, yeah. that's kind of like, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like usually a prankster would want to be attributed credit for his work. Right. So, what year are we in know, right now? Like, Remind me. Right now, we are in uh, the early 2000s, 2002. This is when Jeremy oh, yeah. Moore published a paper um, about this correlation about, oh, you know, usually like they're close to big monuments, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so let's talk about the, how, how these are actually made, right? There's three main theories. One, people use rope to basically. Mm, how to explain it they they kind of tie one end of a rope to an to like an anchor point if you can picture that and then the other end to a board which is then used to like crush the plants and that's how they make patterns that's from what i understand Mm -hmm. um however there's very complex crop circles out there and to this physicists have suggested that some of the most complex formations might have been like made using gps and lasers and that's very extra to me um, <laughs> also like I, I think these physicists who suggest this might have forgotten that like a crop circle isn't really a crop circle if the crops are cut down they have to be bent because that's kind of like the art of it um yeah so that wouldn't like the lasers wouldn't really cut it <laughs> pun intended now the third one is well, the aliens fucking did it with our alien magic. So, and that's what I'm going with. <laughs> no, not all of them. Not all of them. But there are some that really raise eyebrows and that are peculiarly fascinating. And you can't, you, you have a really hard time explaining away um, due to their size, their complexity, and like how often, no, sorry, not how often, but how suddenly they appear, right? A lot of these very complex giant structures that are made in crop circles, some of the most fascinating ones truly appear overnight. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you about that. To me, that's very like how, um, especially yeah. when you read about the specific size of these things. I mean, they're huge. Now, before I talk about my specific case, I want to talk about um, something else that I found interesting about the nature of crop circles. There are people that speculate that crop circles actually have a relation to ley lines. Do you know do you know what that is? Oh yeah, I think I came across this, but I don't really remember. Tell me. So ley lines is basically a theory that some people have that major monuments in the world are all geographically connected and that this is not a coincidence and for reference i found a couple of images um and one of them was an image of a world map and it was focused um mainly on like western europe and north africa and it showed that um that skeg michael is a monument um and it is like on the southernmost coast of uh ireland and then if you keep drawing like a diagonal line uh, that goes across like France and Italy and Greece, imagine that kind of a diagonal line, you encounter 
four or five more major monuments that all fall exactly on that diagonal line um mm. like that diagonal line that starts in the southernmost um like edge of ireland also touches the, the southernmost and easternmost uh, point of the british isle um it also touches northern france it touches the middle of italy to this like sanctuary it touches um like it's just israel to this monastery so again it's just like a straight diagonal line and it like touches all these monuments and people are like that's not a coincidence and also um a lot of crop circles are found within like ley lines like that hmm. so i don't really believe it i don't really believe in ley lines period but i thought yeah. it was interesting to bring it up it's kind of new agey but you know it's interesting um, yeah i don't buy it either because people have notoriously hated other people since the beginning of time so like why would all these architects from different countries be like let's do this guys like i don't know yeah, i mean yeah i don't know yeah i mean what what, what if they didn't like intentionally coordinate it what if all these oh. architects from around the world were just compelled hmm, by okay. whatever to create those monuments right there and now we can see because we have you know satellite technology that they all happen to line up i mean i guess that's kind of yeah, I yeah, that's very new agey. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear something more new agey? Some people think. Some people think that some of these crop circles are very very complex. Some people think that they are indeed made by humans, but hmm. they are made by humans that are under a trance. And the reason they know to create these specific patterns is because they are drawing from the from the collective mind of humanity through mm. a proposed quantum field. <laughs> So. Um, people are stupid, but okay, if that's what you want to believe. <laughs> I don't, I don't buy that, but I thought that was super interesting. Now, yeah. Um, okay. Listen to this: differences to crops, changes to crops. Something super duper interesting about this, and something that has always made me believe that it's not just made by humans, is that um, specifically two physicists. Uh, they're uh, they're British, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Eljo Hasselhoff and William Levengood. They were biophysicists, and they um, in the 1990s proposed these papers in a um, science journal that found differences between like the crops that are used in crop circles. They found differences between the crops inside the circles and outside them, and they used this as evidence that they were not man-made. So basically, um, besides like the crops in crop circles being bent perfectly. The crops within the circles also had um, like weird mutations at the molecular level that the crops right outside the circles didn't have, and Ooh. that's not something that would be made with like a wooden board and two ropes. Yeah, um, like that wouldn't change the biological structure of the crops that you're touching. And to me, that screams aliens, right? So apparently, something like the major thing that the paper found this, this 1994 paper by these biophysicists was that uh, there were certain deformities in the grain inside um, the circles in, in the grains inside the crops within the circles that were correlated to the position of the grain um, inside the circle so to make the, in layman's terms basically um, the position of the grain in these like I don't know what you call them but like the the stems I guess um, was different within the circle than it was outside why who knows interesting um, yeah that has just like never been explained um this is interesting apparently some people believe that it's actually like i came across a lot of 
potential <laughs> explanations for this, that it's actually magnetism that crosses cop circles. And this is one of the mo most, um, <coughs> excuse me, more out there theories. Um, in 2000, there was this researcher, his name was Colin Andrews, and he had researched crop uh, circles for 17 years. And he stated that while, quote unquote, he believed that 80% of them were man-made, um, he thought that the remaining ones with less elaborate designs, interestingly, not the more elaborate ones, but the less elaborate ones, could be explained by a three-degree shift in the Earth's magnetic field that creates a current that quote-unquote electrocutes the crops, causing them to flatten and form the circle. Um, okay, but, like, how would you explain, like, the weird math and stuff going on in those, like... Those, those are hoaxes. Oh, Okay. I, I don't know. I don't think I that sounds like bullshit to me, even if it's just the simple ones. I've never like heard of that before ever. Yeah. I don't know. But I just had to bring it up if I was cool. Anyway. So actually what do you side with the most so far? Um I feel like the stuff you were talking about, like how the corn gets modified on a molecular level is very convincing for a for something otherworldly especially right. because like in my research i read a lot about like electromagnetism and i think some of the scientists like tested it and they found that it, like inside the circle was like charged with electromagnetism mm -hmm. so like there's just like weird stuff and that could possibly mean like interference from like you know something mm -hmm. spacey I mean, I shouldn't forget to point out that there was a skeptic once this um, paper from the two biophysicists came out. His name was Joe Nickel that did point out that correlation wasn't causation and that um, the paper's methods hadn't been uh, independently replicated. So that mm. was like, but still, though, like what was seen in that first and only study that was ever done on it was fascinating, <clears throat> can really be explained away. Yeah. And to me, it's still like gives me something so now i said i was going to talk about shibbleton so shibbleton is um in um it's not actually like an area in uh, in england it is a uh, radio telescope that it's in hampshire in the uk so there's this big radio telescope and adjacent to it there are big fields and crop circles were found in this area of hampshire uh, adjacent to the radio telescope in 2001 and 2002 have you ever heard of this i have not okay so it's complex so in 2001 two crop circles were found right here i guess they were like mowed down or maybe they just stayed i don't know but in 2002 another one was found so let's talk about 2001s so in 2001 um the two crop circles that were found were one the face of mars so have you ever seen the face of mars uh no what is that it, the face of mars when there, it, there's this picture that was taken by nasa that is like very popular now this was years ago that showed like a part of mars where like if you zoomed in on it you could almost see like a face like a mountain that looks like a human face hmm. so i'm gonna have to maybe some of the listeners know about it. If not, you really have to look this up. So the crop circle that was found in this area of the UK in 2001, one of the crop circles looked like that. And it was made of like thousands of, I guess you could call them pixels. Not really. But like the, what I'm trying to say is that whoever or whatever created this crop circle went out of their way to make this image like a composite image. Like 
-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they created it out of pixels. It's, it's kind of weird. Secondly, in 2001, what was found was um, this big rectangular block, and I'm talking big, that looked almost like an exact replica of the Arecibo message that was transmitted by the Arecibo radio telescope in 1974. Have you ever heard of this? I have not, Andre. So the Arecibo radio <laughs> transmission was a transmission that um, the NASA sent out. Um, it was um, this this project, I think, was led in some part by Carl Sagan. And this was back in 1974, and it was sent out to like 3,000 different, some, I don't know. Astronomy is not my forte. But the point is that this big radio signal was sent out back in the mid-70s. Um, we never took it seriously as an actual, like, serious attempt to uh, establish, like, ET communication. But we weren't assuming that it wasn't going to work. Whatever NASA sent it out, that's it. Well, we think, due to this crop circle, that the message came back. So, if you don't know this, you can transform sound waves into images like drawings there's software for this it's interesting hmm. and you could do that you can do that with anything and you could do that with this radio transmission that we sent out back in the 70s right so and we knew what it looked like we knew that what we were sending out in the form of radio signals was basically a, a scheme a drawing a schematic and it contained some information about us right it contained the decimal numbers from 1 to 10 it contained the atomic numbers for major elements like hydrogen oxygen carbon um it contained uh the formula for this is this is straight from the article so it contained the formula for bases and nucleotides of dna and the formula of sugar and it contained a couple of other things mainly the population on earth uh, the solar system from our point of view with the special highlight to the third planet which is us and um, the irreversible telescope and the diameter of the telescope so shit we really just sent out all our information and our home address without knowing know. who's gonna find it <laughs> i didn't think that was super smart i know that like in the 70s maybe we didn't think that but i know that like stephen hawking before he died recently did say like why are we doing this like why are we trying to communicate with him actively what if it's like christopher columbus and the indians and like they kill us all yeah but in the 70s i guess we thought differently so we yeah. sent all this information out and in this crop circle that we found in 2001 we got that schematic like basically replicated for us but with minor minor changes I don't know if you can really picture this, but long, like, basically what I'm saying is we sent out this radio message. Um, if you like know what to do, you can see this as a drawing. And then like 30 years later, we got this drawing back. We got a response, but in a crop circle. Hmm. Um, and, and I'll show you a picture later. But basically, again, it's the same drawing, except there's a couple of changes. Um, so the decimal numbers are in the same pattern. So that's good. They count the same as we do. Um, but the atomic numbers had an inclusion of silicon. So I don't know, you know, I mean, I assume this is real. So assuming that, what exactly were they trying to tell us? That they're also made out of silicon as much as they and we are made out of carbon? I don't know. Um, there was no change in the formulas for the basis of DNA uh, or the formula for sugar in their drawing. So that's good. Um, however, there was there was an additional strand of DNA that they added in their drawing, and the number of nucleotides in that DNA was wildly different from ours. Huh. Um, the, 
yeah, in the original Eversible message, we did have this very like primitive drawing of what a human looks like. And in the message that we got back, there was the same human figure, but it was um, way shorter and it had an alien head on alien eyes, basically. Like it had this big ass head <laughs> and then big eyes, right? So clearly, <laughs> it looked like a gray, basically. That's what it looks like yeah. if you look at a picture. Uh, the population figures had changed. Uh, and the solar system formation uh, information in this message that we get back had changed from the one that we sent out. And there was a special highlight on the third, the fourth, and the fifth planet. And note that I said the f- the third, too, which is our planet. Um, oh, my God. I know. So they're here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the diameter of the transmitter had changed. Um, theirs is bigger. So whatever fucking antenna they sent this from, bigger than ours. So, I don't know. What do you think so far? I don't know. Where are they if they're here? Who's hoarding? Who's hiding a gray? <laughs> like, how do you hide a gray? <laughs> okay. So again, in 2001, we saw two things. We saw this big crop circle of what is Basically, if you put like a Gaussian blur on it, it looks like a big ass human face, mm-hmm. and which also looks like the face on Mars more than anything. That 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 picture of that face on Mars, and we also got a crop circle of our Arecibo message, but slightly changed. Now, what happens in 2002? Get a new crop circle, and boy. <laughs> when I first saw this, it was a couple of years ago only that I found out about this. And I I was creeped out because it looks so cartoonish and dumb, right? Uh-huh. But it almost looks too dumb that you're like, what if it's just aliens, but they don't know how dumb this looks to us? It literally is, Shannon, this portrait of a fucking alien face. <laughs> like The article says that it's a human face, but it's not a human face. Of this alien face and then some code. So you really have to see a picture of this. I'll show it to you later. But He sent us a selfie. Yeah, it literally looks like a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the 2002 Chibbleton crop circle is comprised of, again, this alien face. And like right next to it, there's also this disc with binary coding on it. So hmm. people took their time trying to figure out what the coding said. Um, this message... Uh, this this crop circle is also made out of pixels, just like the Mars of face. Uh, sorry, the the face of Mars one. What this means, again, is that um, you almost have to put a, like a blur on it for it to look like a complete image, right? Like if you look too closely at it, you can tell you can tell that it's all made out of little squares of crops that were flattened. So very yeah. very very complex, very difficult work. And again, it's big. So. The bin- anyway, the binary message that is on this crop circle was uh, decoded, and um, you can see this binary disk on the picture. I'll-, I'll send it to you later. And what the message said was, and I quote, Beware of the bearers of false gifts and their broken promises. Much pain, but still time. There is good out there. We oppose deception, conduit closing, and then a bell sound. So in parentheses, bell sound. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Sounds a little uh, preachy. I feel like they're preaching at me. I mean, one, yes. It also sounds like like pulled out from a fucking sci-fi movie. But also, it's just so big, complex, and weird that I just, I'm just i so compelled to be like, this is 1,000% real, and it's fucking creepy because it's literally like a, a, an alien selfie. 
Um, <laughs> and those are the crop circles that I have. Thoughts? Um, I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want to get you too disappointed. But when like they're like so too good to be true, I feel like they are. Like, if it's just like an alien face, I'm like more inclined to not believe it because I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. It feels very much like. I don't know. It feels more man-made like that. And plus the Mars thing, like, I think I have seen that now that you mention it. And I think it, it literally just looks like a mountain. Like, I get why people, like, you want to recognize faces and patterns and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's, it's just a it's just a mountain. I feel like I like the crop circles that aren't pictures because I feel like it it's more interesting. It feels less like I'm just like, I saw a picture, I'm gonna like map out this picture on a grid and then go make it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, the coding's interesting. Yeah. And you really have to see a picture of this to really see what I'm talking about. It's just, again, these things are vast and they're complex and to me, like, and they also just pop up overnight. Like, to me, they're made by aliens um i'll just i'll just say that something else i wanted to point out was i read this other article on specifically and this is a long long article and it was so well written it had like a scientific formula for the probability of whether or not it was aliens this person was probably very biased but still like they took their time and i read it and it was fantastic and something that i wanted to point out from this article that i read from this person about the shibboleth crop circles was that they post a series of questions um, in order to kind of get you thinking about what the odds really were of, of these crop circles being real, right? And, and I'm going to read them to you. So th- this person posits the following, uh, and, and he calls them common sense questions. He says, what is the probability that the hoaxers could A, be creative enough to construct a new type of glyph? Um, this is something, long story short, like the binary code took a long time. The binary code on the third crop circle Found in 2002, mm-hmm. took a long time to decode, and um, it wasn't like anything else that um, cryptographers had seen. At least the the, the the cryptographers that tried to decode it. And so this person posits the question of like, who would take the time to make this weird kind of like glyph code um, involving rectangular binary units in the Arecibo response? Um, like for fucking what like like because no one claimed that they made this crop circle right um also what's the probability that b um the hoaxers would repeatedly practice making the arecibo glyph first in some field without these practice attempts being spotted from the air and reported also what's the chance that someone would actually carry this out producing all these right angle corners in the arecibo like pattern again you have to look at this without making any mistakes and that they would do it all in just a few hours overnight, that they would do it without showing up on the security cameras there, um, that they would do it without leaving undesired trampled stalks or stake holes behind from having entered the location along some tram line. What are the chances that they wouldn't claim credit of it, basically? Um, those are all the questions that he posits, and I think they're all amazing questions. Then he goes on to this like math- mathematical equation. He says that there actually is a way to mathematically combine individual probabilities on a yes-no type of hypothesis, just like the questions that I asked you before. Um, And uh, in this case, he calculates that there are less than two chances out of 10 billion um, that this is fake. So 
he says, why is the hoax hypothesis giving given any credence at all? And again, you have to look at these numbers that he's using, but I thought that was so <laughs> like shady. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all those are pretty good. The only one that I do have an answer for is like why they wouldn't take credit is maybe the dude got hit by a bus before he had the chance to come clean. But, I, I mean, people die all the time. But, uh, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, like, it's it's really fascinating, especially if it's that big and it takes place overnight. I guess, like, another theory, just, like, off the top of my head, could be, like, it's a lot of people. Like, maybe, like, 200 people are in on it and they all go and they all know exactly where to, like, do it. But that doesn't explain a lot of stuff. That's just... It, it doesn't, and I just think they would have had to practice just at least once yeah I mean, this is big and it's it, it's basically like i don't know a thousand fucking right angles like the irreceivable message that we sent out when you coded it to look like a drawing looks like fucking 8-bit mario right like the, the drawings look very pixelated mm -hmm. and when you're drawing this on corn um it's gotta look like that from above and and so it's, it's a lot of right angles um Again, you'd have to look at it, but I don't know. This is very convincing to me. To me, this is proof that aliens are real. They're trying to communicate with us, and they do so through corn for some fucking reason. They love cereal, and they're trying to tell us something. Um, <laughs> we're just not listening. They so, love cereal. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have. I, I think that's all fascinating. I think that you did a good job of arguing your points. <laughs> Um, now go ahead and destroy me with logic. No, I'd actually I can't. Like I I literally can't. I just don't like. It's just like I feel like because the 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 Mars thing and the other thing those were like from humans. Like I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I do like that you said when it came back that like the DNA thing was changed. That's very that's very different. That's. Mm -hmm. But um. I was thinking about like I worked in a corn maze like for Halloween like how do they how do they make their mazes <laughs> like like well now, now you know now you know how but again I mean I I would think that Six Flags takes their time or or Universal takes their time to make their fields but again all, all a lot of these things that are big they just pop up overnight yeah I mean it's it's difficult I wonder how they did it especially there were some like before the two thousands right like. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so first of all, I was just at Hobby Lobby. Don't come for me. Um, they have a lot of stuff. Like a lot. Like it's there's a lot of stuff. But anyway, so like this is like a notoriously like Christian corporation or whatever. And I was wandering around looking for stuff and I found like several alien stuff and I was like, dude, that's awesome. Mm. It's awesome. Like they had like alien patches and I was like I just, I literally just got a book about why Christians think aliens are demons. Not all of them, but I was like, okay, Hobby Lobby, you stepping up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that I'm done being annoying. So. So, yeah, so I just sent these to you. Um, what do you think? Um, I, the alien face makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, there's just something about this that just makes me uncomfortable. Like, I, I feel like now that I'm looking at it, like, I can kind of buy it. Like, why people think right, this is real. Right. Because when you were, like, just... When you were describing it, I thought it was, like, going to be cartoony and weird. But this looks like... Uh-huh. Exactly. Why would your... What? 
in what way would evolution say like you need to have really big eye sockets and big eyes i don't understand that what, i don't know what? maybe to like absorb more light who knows maybe they like maybe when we move planets we because we like fucked up the earth into 100 years we moved to a planet where like sunlight exposure is way greater so our eyes um i don't know so they don't like burn up have to become bigger because you know the the, the bigger the 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 surface um the surface area like the less stress is being placed on one specific like you know what i mean like square mm -hmm. centimeter of that surface area because it's like spread out um and so that would make sense if you believe that aliens are just future us <laughs> yeah that's another option l l mm -hmm. and that would explain why they uh highlighted planet three so yeah so, so, okay so again look at the um look at the arecibo one the one that has the crop circle the composite that puts the arecibo message over that crop circle and the actual arecibo message they're basically identical except for the differences that i pointed out mm. um and for someone to draw that boy like come on for someone to make that on a fucking like field of corn to me it's just like too much overnight people are talented but it's okay don't believe in them just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh wait so on the far right is that the normal one that's the crop circle that was found yeah okay yeah no yeah sorry that the arecibo yeah on the far right that's what nasa sent out oh, okay yeah yeah oh it's interesting how there's an eye on the like they put an eye what is that yes on the on the arecibo crop circle yeah on the no it's, the... Not, a, it's not an eye we think that that is their their transmitter their antenna oh okay yeah yeah because our m what looks like an m is our it's what it's that's what our arecibo telescope looks like roughly again these are rough drawings but yeah okay so then my next question is why are they sending us these like selfies why are I they doing know. this but one isn't it super creepy two i guess maybe because they want us to see what they look like. And three, more importantly, why that binary message next to it? We know what it says now, but what does it really mean? Conduit is closing? Bitch, I'm shook. Does that mean we need to like be going somewhere soon as, as a species, like another planet? What's closing? Like a well, portal to somewhere? Conduit means like connection. So maybe their connection to talk to us was closing. So they had to stop. Ooh, so we have to start listening. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe maybe they are us from the future and they were like there are good things in the world let us probe your butt i know i mean probing a butt's kind of good this is all that. just this is foreplay they're massaging our butts <sighs> okay <laughs> okay I've, I've shown you what i could um you've seen it with your own eyes the, the pictures of the crop circles um i want i want you to tell me about yours and then we'll talk some more Okay, so um, first off, I did a lot of research into crop circles too, and I, I just want to bring up some of the stuff that you didn't bring up, just okay. in case. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I found, oh, and I want to say uh, a lot of the sources I got from different places, but the main source I got was from notbyhands.com. Okay. So if y'all want to look into that, they're very pro-alien. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one thing I found in my research is that... Uh, in many cases, the stalks, like the stalks of the corn, are woven layer by layer in differing directions. Mm. And 
that's something that would be really difficult, you know? Like, I mean, it's one thing to, like, bend them and kind of try and go fast to make your pattern, but when they're woven, like, in, like, four or five layers like that, it's like, how how would a human do that, basically? Mm-hmm. That's something I found interesting. It's not always in all crop circles, obviously, but in some. Mm-hmm. And then another thing I know that you specifically don't like because you've told me, but I think it's worth mentioning, is that people have witnessed orbs, um flying over the fields during the formation of circles and Ooh. yeah so like i don't know if they're like alien orbs ghost orbs ufos but orbs um, um oh okay so this is just another random thing just to kind of set it up but a crop circle researcher named nancy talbot uh-huh. she discovered that in some crop circles there are perfect spheres of magnetic iron like of a purity that cannot be created in any earthly lab, which I found really interesting. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so that's fascinating. And then I already kind of brought up the high levels of electromagnetic fields that can be found uh-huh. around crop circles, but I guess people who like go and visit like tourists and stuff say that they feel kind of lightheaded and woozy in the presence of them, which may be from the electromagnetism or something else. Maybe mm-hmm. something more sinister. I don't know. And then something else that I want to talk about before I jump in is kind of like how we were saying, like, well, why do people not come forward? And so two people have come forward. Um, I'm sure you read about it, but this guy's name's Bauer and Charlie. They claimed that they uh, did a lot of them in England, but that doesn't account for all of them. Which is why I left that out, but I mean, it's fine. You can bring (laughs) it up, yeah. Yeah, and I'm kind of intrigued by that because, like, I think that... I don't know. These two like British dudes just decided to make crop circles. Like that's interesting to me. But then you look at like the crazy big ones, and I'm like, they didn't do those. You know what I mean? And they didn't do this one. Like they didn't do take credit for this one. Mm-hmm. I doubt they took credit for yours. So, yeah, just kind of stroking that skeptic brain a little bit. That's uh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my case is this happened in England as well, and it happened on in a place called Milk Hill. So this is a 2001 case. So on August 11th, 2001, this is in Wiltshire, England at Milk Hill. It rained all day and night and the rain stopped by morning. So all day, all night, it's like a field. It's kind of like a hilly area. Mm -hmm. And then when the rain stopped, a crop circle appeared like by morning. So that's like the biggest thing for me with this case where I was like, oh, I have to talk about this because if your ass is out there in the pouring rain in England <laughs> with boards making a crop circle, like you deserve to have it over my head. Like good for you. <laughs> like you worked hard for this. <laughs> like, can you imagine the slipping and the falling? Like right. I can't. Like I and the the weird thing about this too is that there are no footprints, there are no tire tracks, there's no evidence that people came or went. Mm-hmm. So how how would you do this in the pouring rain like that's like that just screams something either you were up in the air with a plane shooting lasers like you said or it was aliens so. <laughs> well again people who when i said lasers people who use lasers 
from what I read, aren't actually like in anything that flies. And yeah, mine also didn't have any tracks of footsteps or tires, anything. So yeah. Yeah, and I wonder if that can be covered up. Like maybe if you like use a hoe, <laughs> like behind <laughs> you as you walk. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Maybe we can replicate sometime. We can go yeah, some corn and circle, You and I. That'll be a special episode. <laughs> Yeah. Got a field in England okay. and just fucking go at it. <laughs> okay, so this this uh, crop circle was 900 feet across, so that's pretty dang big. Like I can't even yeah. really like imagine how big that is, but that's big. And this happened in less than 12 hours overnight. So yeah, it contained 409 perfect circles, each a prime number of inches in diameter, which is very specific and strange. Okay, wow. Okay, and I sent you a picture, but it's it's kind of hard to explain on audio, so hopefully I can do this right. But basically what this would be classified as in terms of like a shape or pattern is a triskelion. So from a distance, if you're looking up above, it looks like these are they're, they're smaller circles that are kind of interlooping and they create the lines of a of six larger interwoven circles so this is just a bunch of circles creating bigger circles basically mm -hmm. it looks like a cutie what's a cutie <laughs> like the fruit <laughs> oh you know those were invented in riverside really yeah they were they were invented at uc riverside i think or maybe oh. on one of their farms but yeah we stand genetically modified <laughs> fruit <laughs> exactly <laughs> So the other thing I find interesting about these circles is that they kind of increase and decrease in size as they loop around. And like I said, they're all like the prime numbers. So I don't know, mm -hmm. like that's really intense. Like, yeah. how's your ass going out there doing that? Anyway, whatever. Um, so the, the placement of the circles themselves is actually an intricate mathematical plan. There are no straight lines in the circle, so it wasn't guided. Um, I'm not really... I don't understand math. Like, I just... I flat out don't. But it is. It's like a math problem or something. It's like... It's very mathy. <laughs> Says a creative writing major. <laughs> yeah. No, math is not for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's basically it. Like, it's really just about looking at the photo. Because it looks crazy. <laughs> I mean... Okay. Fine. So... What made that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think i don't that? know everything well one thing i was thinking about and i took down in my notes is like this is math and like a lot of times um crop circles are like math it was just things, a big you know? fucking math nerd with a big hole in his bedroom that had too much time on his hands right exactly he took his hose out and he went and he like demonstrated his math flexing all over the place but I do want to say, like, math is, like, okay, this is a Mean Girls quote, sort of. I'm, I'm turning to Mean Girls. Math is universal. So aliens, they know math, too. They're going to understand it. So I feel like it might just be them communicating with us in a really weird way. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Like, but, I don't know. Yeah, they sent us a fucking binary code in mine. Clearly, they understand <laughs> binary. That has ties to math. I mean, it's just fucking one, zero, one, one, zero. Um, yeah. Yeah. The other thing I thought about was the movie Arrival. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh my god, amazing movie. I love those freaking aliens. So great. So, kind of like how... What's her name? Who's that chick? Uh, the one in the movie, Amy Adams. Amy Adams, yeah. So she's like a linguist or whatever. Uh -huh. And she, she kind of learns how to communicate with the aliens by drawing, like, by writing out 
uh, the words and then studying what they put in response, which is like symbols. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking like maybe like the crop circles are doing the same thing. They're kind of sending us bits and pieces of their language. Like if we can't understand it quite. Yeah. And maybe they're just not so. enough linguists in like rural ass fucking fields in the middle of nowhere in England. Go figure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, why is it happening in England? Like I keep coming back to that. Is I it don't because know. they have a lot of fields? I don't know. I wonder if it has something to do with Stonehenge. Let's get crazy here for a second. Like, maybe, okay, one, aliens made Stonehenge um, because of something. We used to worship them there or something, but then it got destroyed and now it's just ruins. But um, maybe under Stonehenge, there's some kind of secret alien base. I'm just like going off. Um, I forgot that you mentioned Stonehenge because when I was doing research for just like another random episode or whatever, I came across this this like story about Stonehenge and basically it was in the 70s and these like hippies went to Stonehenge to like camp or something and there was like a crazy thunderstorm and like they were never seen again but the reason I didn't actually choose to talk about it is because it's very like easily proven as not having been real like there's no evidence of these people ever existing or like that you were allowed to camp there or anything but I don't know I mean I find there's it interesting. no evidence for most urban legends which is why they're urban legends but i believe in some of them and i could believe in that but obviously like that that doesn't mean anything because i can just say that about anything um right but yeah stonehenge, stonehenge is interesting maybe we could talk about it sometime or other monuments but um anyway i was just like going off the rails seeing what stuck to the wall but um yeah maybe that's why maybe england is special because of stonehenge maybe there's something under it or stonehenge used to mean something to us back when we um had aliens like hanging out with us when we were doing the pyramids who knows um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um let me look at mine again like, it's really weird to look at this one. I think you actually posted it on Twitter, but... Because it looks very, very, like, shiny. <laughs> yeah. Like, the stalks are shiny. Like, it, it, they, the spheres are just so intricate, and they're so symmetrical, and that's so... Like, how do you do that with corn? Like... I mean, you could do it with corn. The real reason is, how do you do that with boards and rope? And, right. I mean, to me, that's the biggest, like... It's very time consuming, so I don't know that it could be a very big crop circle. And two, um, I'm sure some of those stalks would break. Um, mm -hmm. And let's go back to the positioning of the grain within crop circles and right outside crop circles that I brought up. That's interesting. Like, explain that. Um, so, yeah. The, the Wiltshire, like the farm, the whole area where the Milk Hill crop circle was, like I said, there was other ones too. And like, they're kind of still happening, which is, I didn't really want to cover the more recent ones, just in case they were more hoaxy. But basically, like the people are like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> like the people who live there are like, why? Like, it's so annoying. We have to like, replant our corn. I know. <laughs> it's like very fascinating like they don't even care you know <laughs> but like honestly same like if i'm a farmer i don't want aliens constantly coming and ruining my farm i know i'd be like i get it i believe you're real can you leave my fucking <laughs> corn alone yeah exactly you can't like text me <laughs> yeah no and like also like you look at a lot of the like ufo stuff going on and it's happening you know in like the deserty areas of america 
like why are these two specific places being so like yeah populated by it big fields of stuff and deserts they like space they like space yeah yeah they like space they like vastness um yeah i think that's super interesting um okay well let me tell you what except for some that i think are hoaxes i think that well, rather, I should say the ones that I don't think are hoaxes, I think are made by aliens. Therefore, I think crop circles are real. If I think some of if I think some of them are real, then I have to say my answer is like they're real in the sense of like it's actually aliens make them. Um, that's what I'm gonna say. Have you ever settled on something not being real though? <laughs> yes, I have. When we were talking about when? the picks. Oh yeah, but then you kind of changed your mind. Um, I don't know. I'm Did it, you like, changed your mind? <laughs> maybe. I don't remember. But I'm just like so compelled by what I saw and what I read on this that it's just, again, like, <laughs> yeah, maybe I think that everything is real. But maybe it's because that everything, everything that I, everything that I think is real are, are things that I've researched and I have good reason to think they're, that they are real. I mean, I usually feel like I have good reason. <laughs> Yeah, I guess my issue is that, like, I, like, myself physically and mentally cannot do the math myself, so to have someone else tell me the math, it's kind of like, well, that's great, but what if you're lying to me, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. like I don't know. <laughs> that's fair, I understand that. I don't know, I just, I hope the aliens just swipe right on us and just, they just, they stop playing games and they come here and they buy us dinner. Yeah, like, I, th I think that honestly, if they like really wanted to make a statement or communicate, um, they should just like fucking drop in the middle of New York City and be like, hey, what up? It's us. This is me. <laughs> this right here is Mikey. My name's Joe. We're from Mars. We wanted to pay you guys a visit. Like, millions of phones would record that. That's it. Aliens are real. No one would ever question it. We wouldn't need any fucking crop circles with your selfies. Um, that's what I think they should do. Now, I've always wondered, like, why don't they just do that if, if they are real? Maybe there's a good reason. Maybe there's a really good reason for why they can't just do it like that out in the open. But, again, like, they've done things like the fucking Phoenix Lights. That was pretty much out in the open. So... And what about people who are abducted and can remember their experiences? Like, they don't do a really good job of wiping those memories. So, again, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe they don't do it in public because they know that there are guns and people just want to kill. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, they, they, know, um, they know us better than we think they know us. I mean, aside from, like, the really complex crop circles, what if, like the aliens are just like flying over and he's like Johnny like let's write our name in that field over there I'm a little bit drunk and he's like <laughs> yeah let's do that I got some lasers and so they just write their name and then we're like what the what what <laughs> um, I don't know okay well guys if you have any thoughts on what um, crop circles could be made by if you have anything to tell us about it or if you have any other suggestions for future episodes please do DM us we are on Twitter at TalkScary also remember that you can listen to any of our other 13 episodes on uh, Spotify or Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher iHeartRadio etc etc um do uh, let us know that you like this episode by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts or dropping us a like or a retweet on Twitter. Um, Shannon, do you have anything? Um, I do not. I am glad that we have had the opportunity to talk about this today. 
yeah it, I'm it, grateful. it was good i my brain is rattled i'm uh i'm more confused than i was before but it was good <laughs> um, <laughs> same i just feel like this is a very deep subject yeah it also like it really pulls you both sides because I, I, even though i'm right now i'm like oh they're real like i still think that some of them are hoaxes and i those like i very much think they're hoaxy like if i think something's a hoax as far as crop circles i don't like i'm not on the fence about it i definitely think it's a hoax because some of them are yeah. bad work um but anyway um don't eat any large meals before bed um shannon any advice for listeners um drink more tea yeah i feel like yeah tea is good it's really helping me mellow out that's good mellow i mean it helps people mellow out but it also has antioxidants i know that's why i drink tea sometimes green tea especially Oh yeah, I have some nice green peppermint tea. Oh my god, it just it balances my tummy out. Like I just I feel like a new woman. Nice. I feel like we're like two old ladies. Have you tried chamomile? <laughs> I love chamomile. Oh my god, <laughs> so tasty. Um, uh, please do let us know what your favorite tea is. Um, drop us a comment on Twitter or just you tweet us. Let us know. Tea. Please do spill it, and uh, <laughs> we will uh, see you next week for another episode. Good night, everyone. Bye bye.